0: Welcome, everyone, to the Within the Margin podcast, where we speak to authors and more across the globe to speak about their inspirations and the tiny little important details behind their books, life, parents, and everything in between. Within the Margin is a proud member of the Daydreaming Network, where stories come to life. Today, we are sitting down with a very new friend of mine, but a very good friend of mine, Tina Shepherdson, with the Little Leaders podcast. And thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me. I look forward to our conversation.
0: No, it's going to be very fun. Well, tell us kind of what makes Tina, Tina.
1: So what makes Tina, Tina? I have been a teacher for 33 years, um, also am a child from a divorced family. So putting those two things together, creating a community for kids was really important to me. Um, At the same time I was creating for them, kids were also providing me with a close-knit community. During all those years, I had a great run and met wonderful kids. And when I retired in 2021, knowing that I would miss them, I really decided that I wanted to create an online community for kids using my podcast, children's books that I write, as well as um, online courses that will debut this coming May for anywhere between ages five and 10. Um, Being a parent, that was also a factor. Um, I think as adults, it's just very important in today's world to create that safe environment for kids. Um, I thrive on the morning hour. I've had uh, dogs, Akitas, for 30 years, so it is not uncommon. We see them back
0: there. <laughs>
1: it is not uncommon uh, with all of them that we've had because we always have two at a time to uh, see me out there at 4:30 walking. And if it looks like I'm talking, I am because I'm always am running through <laughs> what I need to do today or when I was teaching. When you get to the classroom, lay this out, open up that window uh so it really helps me to be productive
0: awesome yes for everyone who's watching us that is not a rug behind you that is a dog <laughs> <laughs> like <taking> a nap.
1: <laughs>
0: that is awesome um, and i i love the idea of uh you know the online community for children and i think it's in your uh, through our conversation i know we're going to have a lot of, a lot of things you're going to see a lot of you know correlation with them, that concept so can you kind of plug like with the um little leaders podcast so we're mainly here to talk about walkout but little leaders podcast we've gotten to work together with that and it's uh and it's tons of, it's a really cool thing that you do so can you kind of tell us more about what you're doing there
1: so the the podcast actually came to me during the pandemic when I, as a teacher with very little digital skills, was thrown into teaching online, <laughs> Google Classroom, literally overnight. We had a few days to prepare, and I was a basket case because I, had, I didn't know. Thankfully, I had wonderful younger teachers that could help me, uh, and then my students w- could help me. And it was just that flavor of community online. And I thought, oh, my gosh, wouldn't it be cool to do something where kids continue to share and learn from each other? And I took a free podcasting class to um, educate myself a bit about it, and I just fell in love with it. Often, we can say to a child what we think they should do or how they can do something, and they might listen. Uh, but when they hear it from a peer, you know, someone that they look at as their equal, they almost Jump in and say, "Oh, why didn't you tell me that sooner?" And so my vision has been to just bring different kinds of kids that have been leaders in everyday kinds of situations that hopefully can impact other kids.
0: That is very cool. I know with us, we've gotten to work with uh, some of the kids who have been premiering on your on your site on your podcast. They've been reading some of our stuff on our on the Daydream Network, and you should like the reaction is so much bigger. It's just like, because the kids are like, we don't really want to listen to the adults. They love, they love listening to each other.
1: They do. And the kids that read were so surprised at how much they love poetry. Really? Poetry. Yes. Because even when I heard the recordings before I sent them to you, I could hear a difference in their voices. And I thought, my gosh, when I was a child, maybe I would have liked poetry more if I'd had those same kinds of opportunities. Oh,
0: yeah, because that's and that's kind of the whole part of what we're trying to do is like it kind of bring these little things that, you know, you know, right now the world's So especially with on, being online, when it comes to kids, there's so many other things trying to take their attention away. Yeah. And, it, and you're just everyone's constantly battling. And I have a I have three young kids, six, four and two. And the moment the iPad snuck into the house, it is like you can just tell it's just pulling at them. And you're just like, wait a minute, no. And like the idea of like being able to supply them that environment, you know, they they just gravitate towards
1: it. They do, and I think too with kids, you and I collaborating and working together, it's all about adding value to that safe community for kids online. Because if they're going to be online, you want them to be engaging in activities that add value to their lives.
0: Exactly. And speaking of the word safe, I think that's a great little headway to our, to your book, uh, Walk out. Um, can you tell us, uh, so it was great because uh, you'll see, notice that if, for those who read the book and listen to our, because it's actually going to be on our site, uh, oh, wait, um, you know, these two, our main characters are the two kids. And it just kind of give us a, you know, a synopsis and kind of tell us what's, you know, what the book is about. And kind of, what was that aha moment to you that like, this is the book that has to be written?
1: That was such a great question you asked. When I saw the question, I thought, I can't wait to share it. So this is Walkout, um, and this released in 2020, um, and it's okay. based on, on a true story. So the characters, Maddie and Stella, want to okay. hold a school walkout, but their principal tells them that they're too young because they are in the primary grades. So uh, okay. Maddie feels very strongly about it, and her friend Stella does also, but she's so afraid she's going to get in trouble, so the actual characters so here's Maddie, oh yeah, see, there Stella. we go, and if here's Stella, and I love taking them on visits, the kids just love them <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> that's awesome.
1: I have been writing. <laughs> I know, aren't they? And I was a doll person as a kid, so this was right up my alley. Um, So when we, uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, Valentine's Day, 2018, um, when that school shooting happened, I already at that point had been with my sixth grade classes for Columbine and Sandy Hook, sending care packages to the community members. We would send poems. The kids would write poems. Um, I can always send it to you. And then we would attach poems to seed packets, like forget-me-nots. And I send a whole box of like 150 with like a class note. And then at the same time, I was taking writing classes. So when unfortunately, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas happened, I thought, you know what? You have some new skills. Why don't you write a story about advocacy? So that's what the book is about. And it's also layered into friendship because um, Maddie continues to check with Stella to see if she changes Mm -hmm. her mind about joining and she, she doesn't, but she's a good friend and they can definitely agree to disagree sometimes we don't always have that in our friendships whether we're adults just yeah
0: exactly well that was an interesting perspective that you put on it because this is a um i, I kind of picked up on a trend i, I kind of came up with the idea that it, your concepts are all child-led but like adult supported where like the teacher ends up does support it, this thing but this is about the two students and trying them dealing with you know if you think about it on a very playing level, if you take away everything outside of it, like kind of the, the politics of the world, who everyone's anti-violence, no one's really on the pro-violence train, but somehow, you know, but, you know, it does sometimes things hit p- differently with people and the idea of, you know, you have one friend who's being patient with the other friend mm-hmm. and, you know, taking them along that journey. It's, you know, it's a very important topic to have. It was, I, I loved how your how your take on it was.
1: Oh, thank you. And the other thing, too, is we all need to advocate for different things throughout our lifetime. It doesn't necessarily have to be about um, safe schools all of the time, but there's other issues. Someone not being treated fairly at recess, you know, um, someone not being having the same chores as a sibling. Um, And they, you know, want to advocate for that equality at home. There's all different kinds of reasons that you need to be an advocate in your life peacefully without arguing and shouting and certainly not violence.
0: Well, that was an interesting thing about that. Cause even in the character the whole time, it, it's a patient approach of, you know, you know, Hey, are, are you good? You know, kind of checking in on people to kind of just, you know, seeing where they're at. And that was a very, very cool approach. Thank you. Um, so why, why do you think even on a topic like this, you know, kind of on it, you know, to kind of branch out of outside of the book, you know, because of course, when people read this book, you know, it, it's out, they, they can be in various worlds. And so like, when this kind of conversation occurs, what do you think about these kind of topics bring out that those tensions? Like, I guess, and what and What do you think the most important thing that um, the main character that's because the character Maddie Cello was the one is Maddie. What was the yeah. important thing that Maddie did that was that? that you think that you want to bring to kids?
1: That even though she wanted to lead the walkout, she still had empathy and understanding for a friend who just didn't feel comfortable being on board. Uh, I think it, the earlier in life that we can all learn to agree to disagree and yet still be supportive of one another. I think when, if we can all acquire those empathetic skills, um, as we age and grow, hopefully we can nurture relationships in uh, better ways, long term. And so, I love that, that about the girls. It was just a different layer to the topic itself.
0: Definitely, definitely. And I know in the Little Leaders podcast, you do not to be jumping around too much on you, but like you guys do hit so many different, various kind of topics, important like leadership skills. And so, I, I love the just the kind of overall vibe of the environment that you're developing and, you know, putting out all the pieces into place. So I think that's just very cool.
1: Thank you. I love the kids. It's funny. <laughs> the last guest that I had, um, her name was Essie. I said to her at the end that I was almost so sad because you get to spend, you know, a half an hour with these adorable children. And it reminds me how really how much I do miss the classroom and just being yeah. around kids. Uh, and they, are these little people who just share these experiences that, that, and it just lights them up. And I just think when you see that in kids, you just need to listen and just let them share.
0: Oh, definitely. Well, it was interesting when I know when I first, my, my youngest, my oldest is in the first grade. And I remember the first time we sent her off to kindergarten and it was like, wait, she's going to be gone for eight hours. Like <laughs> and the idea, it was like, wait, who's teaching our kids. Like, and I, I, you don't even know these people and, and you just have the faith that it's going to work, but it's really cool. Like even outside of, you know, you're outside, once you're, you finish your teaching career, well, then you were able, you're creating an environment for kids outside of school.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I think that's very cool. The idea of like, you know, your ability to, you see the importance of still investing, even though you, you, you have finished your teaching career, right. you're not done teaching. You're just doing it in a kind of a different way.
1: Yes. I definitely look at it as a way of giving back. I I had just 33 great years and certainly those years had their ups and downs, but that's all part of a learning process, no matter what you do. But um, I wanted to give back and to be able to write stories and hopefully publish them uh, to make an impact or to share stories from other kids on the podcast. Right now, just creating an online class um, to help them build confidence and connection. They all tie together, but it's a safe place. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, um, in school, we don't want to be, you know, pulled from our classroom to go work on these things. Um, And other times, it's nice to just maybe meet some other kids and their parents, because I'll encourage parents to be involved in the course, too, in a small setting. Very cool. Um. So, crap. Luckily, we'll cut out this
0: part. <laughs> no, cut out the- <laughs> Um.
1: I always say that too to people.
0: So, hmm. Um,
1: any prominent notes that I need to? I
0: don't know why I just hit a brain fart. Ta-da. So what would you say your overall? Okay, this, so what do you think your overall goal is? So like as you as you perceive your environment that you're creating, you know, five ten years from now, where where do you see it? What is your ultimate goal?
1: Oh, that's a great question.
0: I'm not sure I wrote that on initially on your paper. <laughs>
1: I have it. I have it. Um, <laughs> I definitely, with our world changing the way it is, would like to help kids. By empowering them to be able to attack or handle their everyday challenges with a positive growth mindset um, that helps them have effective communication, thoughtful decision-making, and problem-solving skills. To under, to feel that when something, even if it's, gosh, I just got to lunch, I have a oh. band lesson, I'm last in line. How can I handle this? In a way that's thoughtful and moves me forward, instead of getting all um, anxiety ridden or stressed about it.
0: Perfect. That's wonderful. Um. So why do you why do you think it's so important? There's various reasons, but like I feel like when it comes to communication skills with with kids, because online, yeah, I feel like that does hamper. We were just talking about beforehand that the idea of like we talk, me and you would talk so much through email. It's like, oh, look. There's a person on the, other, on the, on the I other know. side.
1: Voice. I miss voice.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's so nice. But the idea that like, especially with, you know, even yesterday we had a big storm coming through and they like canceled school and they were like, Hey, e-learning. Of course, my first graders, not e-learning anything. She's sure. e-sitting in, at home. <laughs> and so the, you know, the idea of like, everything is so easy now to just bring online and, but that can disassociate people from that kind of, you know, especially with kids who they're going to take what you give them. You know, if we give them a very highly interactive environment, they will take that if they, in in an enriching environment, but if we give them a non enriching environment, they'll take that as well. But it's it's very cool how you're, you're incorporating that communication level with the kids on top of the, on top of the world that, you know, that the world is going to, we're, it's going more technology. It's going online, but, incorporating that communication skill
1: and yet regardless of how much we continue to move online and have technology online all all of us still need to be able to live with people and you still need to be able to uh, have discussions have disagreements you need to be able to work in a work environment Uh, maybe some of it's remote maybe some of it's in person but you still need to be able to share ideas and sometimes without voice inflection without facial expression you know just without that presence of the other person you you lose something
0: exactly i know i am terrible at that i sit because i sit on an email and i sit there for like 30 minutes on a simple email being like this doesn't sound right. I am terrible at like the inflection part of an
1: email.
0: Because <laughs> as you notice, I talk a lot with my hands.
1: That's <laughs> so. okay. But, the, but see, in a text or in an email, we don't get to see that about you. No. So it's really, <laughs> when you do see someone in person and you get to learn and watch and hear those mannerisms, it, it energizes you as well.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, Okay, so is there anything else we're missing? Do you think?
1: No, I don't think. I'm looking. We did talk about the aspects of the book um, friendship and safe community.
0: Think about teachers, oh, are, I- teachers are always so good at. Talking and so good at making all their points, you're just like, okay, that answered that entire question.
1: <laughs> you have a lot of practice when you know there's a bell that's going to ring, or when you know you've got to give the kids 25 minutes to work, and you only you just learn. I know, I do. I re- I knew I would miss it. I really do. um
0: But it it is so cool to. Uh, I I think it's you know that's sort of, I'm not. I'm, I know it's still recording, but it's like it is very cool that like your ability to still find that way back like that, that you found a way back.
1: And if it wasn't for COVID, I don't know that I would have ever had the confidence to even go down this road. Writing is one thing I've been teaching English and reading my whole life when I was teaching, but I mean to take it to this platform. I had it not been for being thrown into Google classroom like that. I don't think I could do this.
0: Oh, definitely. Um, actually, this to bring us a good point. Um, so this board, back on interview. Uh, So when you started this thing, we, you know, me and you have kind of bonded over the idea that like, we like for a 30, I'm a 33 year old dad, you know, I don't, I don't know anything about social media or a lot of technology stuff. And I had to figure it all out. And the idea of like, you know, going into this world where, you know, you're having to learn all this stuff, you know, while trying to create this environment for kids, you're having to learn a ton. So what do you think? You know, for someone who's trying to, you know, out there who wants to, you know, wants to do something similar or do something, you know, kind of like that, but what, what, what would you say to the advice to people who want to kind of take that next step forward, but don't necessarily know how to do it and are afraid of like, you know, all the, I don't knows because, you know, especially in entrepreneurship, everything is, there's so much you don't know. <laughs> it's unbelievable.
1: Well, everything. <laughs> <laughs> So that is a really great question. I feel like I did um, a lot of it. In the writing community, there are definitely writing groups that you learn to be a part of because you know other writers. But when it came to pod, a podcast for kids, I didn't know of anybody um, until I met you. And then when it came to creating an online course, there are, def- once you start searching in Google, um, classes for online courses. You start to see that in your Instagram feed, um, your Facebook feed because of the algorithms. So when that happened, I would just start to click on them (laughs) and read about them and listen to their ads, if you will. Uh, And honestly, the one that I took, which was with Amy Porterfield, I still have to finish the course because other things came down the pike. But I just jumped because I just thought, you know what, if you don't do it now and she has an enormous following, it wasn't like I thought, oh, I'm going to I'm not going to learn a lot. In fact, learning within that class, I am still like, oh, my gosh, because you learn not only the class, but the sales end of it, the financial end of it, how how to put all the pieces of that giant puzzle together. Yes. Um, There's a course right now that I'm taking. um, It's a shorter course on Instagram, redoing it so that it matches your brand. And I, (laughs) I need that. And then I think I'll be okay. But I think these platforms are going to evolve and change as, as the years, or I should just say months because they change every so many months.
0: Oh, Every month you get like a hey, this is a new update. It's like it's everything is always moving yeah. so fast. That's nice and after a
1: community. I'm sorry. <laughs> Once you get into the, the into the community, that's how I met you. You start networking. You start meeting other people that have something, a message that's similar to yours. And mm-hmm. then it's so much more fulfilling when you actually have it someone is. else to bounce ideas off of and share your expertise with.
0: It is. Cause it's so nice. Cause especially with, you know, I've kind of been doing this for, we've been doing this for about a year and, you know, you know, meeting you a few months ago and like you you start collecting <laughs> friends and you're like, I'm not a crazy person. This is
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it it as much as I do in front of their screen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: every, I know I got an Apple watch and it's like, every once in a while it's like, stand up. <laughs> you need to do something. Yeah. you know, you're just, cause you get so, I, I just, I found nothing more passionate than investing my life for kids. And like, you know, I, I was an engineer by trade and completely, tr- you know, changed my course. And I, this has been the most That's fulfilling, cool. you know, it's terrifying. And there's a lot, you know, Google, it's probably never easier to learn. Like, as you said, with Google, cause it just like, you know, especially it'll start spitting you off the algorithm stuff, but then you yeah. also realize how much there is to learn. And you just got to be able to, and and as a teacher for 33 years, you're kind of going back to school, (laughs) you know, teaching
1: yourself. Dare I say, because I'm 58, I taught with chalkboard and chalk for the first 10 years, uh, whiteboards, like it, it, every 15 years, there's just a massive shift. Um, But it was okay (laughs) when I was in the school environment with my team members and training and all of those kinds of things. Doing this, you really are taking it on on your own, and you, I think any one of us who does something like this, we just decide because of our passion, we're in it, hook, line, and sinker.
0: Exactly, and it's funny. You 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 make a to do list, and then you know the next day you're like, no one else did that to do list. It's it's all you.
1: <laughs> and you and add to it? There's just more. But just it, it's gets, all
0: good. Oh yeah, and it's so much fun. Like that's you sit there. It and is. It's something too looking at such a such a big thing you're trying to create and you're like, it's going to be fine.
1: <laughs> we'll figure and, it
0: out.
1: Yeah. And I have to say, I, cause my, my dogs also have an Instagram account. Oh, I have met in both, um, Instagram accounts and in, in both venues, just the nicest people, the nicest people. And in fact, uh, so many of the dot of the followers on my dog's Instagram account are, so supportive of anything that I've done with this. I mean, just awesome. con- yeah, it has been. It's really a very nice world, mm-hmm. even for kids, if we just handle it and model it and lead them down the right channels, if you will.
0: Exactly, and it, that idea of like you know some of the things that are taking it. People pay attention so much on the idea of what's taking them away. Yeah, and but the idea of like us putting in like you know do you, do you have to leave your job? No. Do you have to dedicate 24 hours a day? No. But like, if everyone did just a little bit more to help investing in that world or supporting those who do it, like, yeah, it's, it's, it it goes a long way. And especially with the kids, you know, as we, as we've talked about before, they'll gravitate towards it. Mm And we just bring them there.
1: That was the hardest part when my daughter, when she listens to this, she might be upset with me, but she knows I adore her. When she (laughs) became a teenager, I'll just say tween, 13 with the phone. And it was really when it was all starting to blossom and evolve into what it is today. And I had such a hard time with it. I just felt like she was going to lose the ability to have eye contact, um, see things that she shouldn't see. But in the end, I think with open communication over time, uh, you know, I was checking what she was doing as well, mm-hmm. uh, maybe sometimes too much, but the decisions that she, she did make really good decisions. I was really proud of her. Um, yeah. And then as once you see that they're okay, you become more okay.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that, that's very beautifully said. Yeah, because, I, you know, with a six-year-old, I'm like, I don't know what's going to be in this world 10 years from now, five You'll years be, from you now. You'll
1: be okay. <laughs> you will. You will. You just take deep breaths. But you know it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> but, but you guys, I think the role modeling that the kids have from their families, from their um, certainly teachers in schools and even in their friends' homes, I think as long as that modeling is there. Um, with whatever other restrictions, um, that, that parents feel is necessary. I think it'll be okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's so wonderfully put. Um, and so perfect. Um, so for the final, for closing out today, uh, what I would like to do is just kind of all the links and especially the dog Instagram account will be all in the show notes under here. So, um, do you have any, you know, Instagram? yeah, yeah. We'll put all that stuff in there. We'll, we'll collect it later. Yeah, yeah, uh, I was
1: gonna say you
0: know it. Um, but um, so yeah, so if you could just kind of tell us about what um what you might have coming up in in the future, um, I think I think you may have a new you have new books coming out, right?
1: I do, yeah. So in April of this year, 2024, I have a, a middle grade book for ages six to ten called Canangs Unleashed, about okay. a dog named Hank who discovers one morning that he is going to doggy daycare because his owner is starting kindergarten and they don't Ooh. want him to be alone all day. So he has no idea how to go somewhere and make friends and learn to be in a new place. Um, oh, very cool. Yeah, very. The illustrator, she did a great job. And the, in the fall, I don't have the exact release date yet. Uh, the Sorry Seats is based <laughs> on a true story. And it's about a young girl named Courtney who lives in the same neighborhood as her first grade teacher, and she's always wanted an apple from her teacher's tree. And so she takes one, and she's caught. And how (laughs) the teacher takes her home, and how is she going to apologize the next morning when she has to see her at school?
0: Very cool. Very cool. And all that stuff, we will, of course, that, that stuff will be, uh, you know, we, we will be highly plugging that when all that stuff comes out. So really appreciate it. Sure, and you. when it comes to Little Leaders Podcast, your episodes are every two weeks, correct?
1: The first and third Wednesday of every month.
0: Perfect. That is wonderful. Yeah. And then, yeah, so now all, all your, we'll, we'll attach all your, your, uh, your website, Instagram, all the good stuff in all the show notes. Um, and anything else you have to say? Anything else?
1: I think it's so important for kids to just read. If you don't love books all of the time, I understand as a teacher because I picked the books often. And so I always made sure characters, some were male, some were female, um, to, you know, to be fair to everybody. Um, magazines. There are so many awesome magazines like National Geographic. Uh, anywhere that you go, there's things to read. But always be open because you learn different perspectives and every page of no matter what you read takes you on a different journey.
0: That is so great. That's wonderful. Well, Tina, thank you so much for joining us today on Within the Margin. I unbelievably enjoyed our conversation. Of course, I'm so excited to work with you in the months and years to come.
1: I am too. Thank you so much for having me. And I love that you push me out of my comfort zone, even with the things that I'm learning from you. It's awesome. (laughs) You're another teacher.
0: Thank you. I appreciate (laughs) that. Thank you.
1: you. I
0: appreciate it. Well, you have a great one. Thank
1: you. (laughs) You too. Thank you.